This is Don't Get Me Wrong with Chris and Rob. So, welcome. You want me to do it this week? You you, you, you do the intro, yeah. Here we go. (laughs) Welcome to Don't Get Me Wrong. This is episode 25, folks. This is an exciting one because... It's 25 and it's another episode. So we're happy you're here with us. Our, Welcome to our what's neighborhood. The, what's the 25th anniversary called? It's like a silver anniversary, right? Um, I don't know, but welcome to the silver episode. Um, we're glad you can make it. Fasten your seatbelts and get ready. Here we go. So uh, how was that? Was that, good? that was good. I think we could roll with that. Let's start with talking a little bit about uh, the events of this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kobe Bryant and... Uh, I think eight others passed away in a helicopter crash Sunday afternoon, including his daughter. It's kind of starting off with a serious note. Yeah, I mean, uh, you have to, you have to, you can't. Yeah, this is and thoughts go go goes out to the the everyone on the the plane. You know, um, and sometimes the fa- all the family members. Sometimes the media, sometimes those that are lost that you know are associated with a heavy hitter in the in the industry. Sometimes it, it, they get lost in the media when when being reported about mm-hmm. the the tragedy. But you know, thoughts go out to everyone and everyone included in the in the uh, the crash. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's and what did you think about the way it was reported? By the way, because like TMZ broke it, and you know, TMZ. I mean, like they do report like breaking news like that a lot with mm-hmm. celebrities. But I didn't believe it at first. Did you believe that? Well, when I it came out. I first saw it. So TMZ tweeted it in about. I didn't see the TMZ tweet. I saw about a minute later after their tweet, I saw a music producer who I follow on Twitter tweeted something about how, like, no, this can't be true. Like, nothing didn't say what it was, but they said, no, this can't be true, you know? So I looked into what what he was tweeting about, and I saw it, and it was kind of one of those things where, like, it hits you right in the stomach. You don't believe it. Yeah, oh, for sure. No, definitely. There's this worry that it's it's true, you know? So you stay Mm -hmm. on your phone for... 20 minutes just trying to see if more media outlets tweet about it report about it and more and more started to come in and then once i think it was once the espn reporter confirmed it is when it kind of yeah solidified when adrian warjanowski reported it that's when i knew it was true you know for sure i i was in pretty much i was in disbelief about it Mm -hmm. until until that happened really and then you know i was still kind of in disbelief about the other the other reporting coming out around it, like you know, mm-hmm. was he with all with his whole family? Was it the whole family? Was right. it like with other people? And like, I didn't really want to think, you know, didn't really want to think about that. But you know, as it came out, then later it was his daughter, the one who was like, who wanted to come to UConn and play for Gino or Emma, and like you know all this stuff. The the daughter that you know had talked about wanting you know WNBA dreams. So they were big. It was yeah. Big, it was pretty sad. She was yeah, a, right. a very talented basketball player. Just at, at a young age, she was thirteen. Um, yeah. So it's it's awful. It's sad stuff. Yeah. I think the one. Well, I think one thing I heard this on the. I was watching the reporting on ESPN two, um, and Jay Williams talked yeah. about how um, he went to the gym one day. The yeah, the basketball court. Not the, like, yes. gym, like the gym, gym. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was a day that they had a game against the Lakers, and Kobe was in there, and he was working out, taking shots. And Jay said when he got in there, he noticed the workout he was doing was, it was like full sprints, full strength, everything. It was 
Yeah. It was, there was no hesitation. It was, you know, 100%. Mamba mentality. Mamba mentality. And he was going at it. And he said, he finished up and he was still going and he waited a, a little bit and he he never stopped. And so he wanted to go up to Kobe after the game. So he went up and Kobe scored like 40 points or something. On of that course, night. yeah. He, had, he does. He still had the energy to do that. And so he went up to Kobe and asked, you know, what was that? What was that drive? Where does that come from? Like, what is that? And Kobe said, uh, well, when I saw you come in, I wanted to make sure that you knew that I was going to work harder than you, that I was <laughs> yeah. going to be. Damn, dude. Yeah, that I was always going to be one step ahead in terms of my, you know, work yeah, ethic. The, the drive, yeah, the motivation. Dude, dude was a warrior. And, like, I mean, as far as moments, like, we don't have to do any kind of, like, top five or draft or anything. But it's just some things that stuck out to me mm-hmm. about him kind of in that light were his 81-point game against mm-hmm. the Raptors. I mean, the dude had that ability always to score. The do- And then the time that he shot those two free throws after tearing his Achilles mm-hmm. and then still walked himself off the court, always, like, showing his strength. And then his 60-point game in his final regular season game. I mean, those aren't even, like, those are some highlights, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the Achilles tear is, is like, kind of a in-between there. But, no, but and he had all those championships as well. But the 60-point game to put an exclamation point on his playing career was, I, just, I mean, yeah, amazing. I just remember growing up playing NBA courtside on, on, on Nintendo 64, always wanted to choose the Lakers. Yeah, he was just so much fun to watch to play on the video games. Um, Yeah, that sixty point. I remember watching. I watched that that final game, and it was the same night as the Warriors when they were seventy three and nine. Yeah, and he honestly probably outshined them in the end. I mean, I remember standing up in my living room, and he was at the his final shot was at the free throw line to score the sixtieth point. I believe that was what it was, and I was standing up like just cheering him on, hoping he gets the sixty. And it was it was a crazy, crazy moment. Yeah. Great ending and to his career, you know, for, for sure. his basketball yeah. career. And he still did so much after that too, like as a father, as oh, an Oscar, oh, yeah. the like his uh, dear basketball Oscar winning uh, animated short, um, you know, and then like all the stuff with like Gigi and his other kids. Yeah. And honestly, for me, like. I've never been so much of a basketball sneakerhead or anything like that. I don't know about you. I never even really bought basketball sneakers, but I had one pair that I ever bought. Like like you've true only like bought, basketball. You've sneakers. only purchased one pair of basketball shoes like, in your life? Honestly, I don't have that many. Ba- I've only, I've so only you're saying when you were 12, you wear the same shoes when you were 10 that you do now your shoe is no the i would same size i would just wear like 10? regular no i would wear regular sneakers a lot of the times like playing pickup and stuff because i never you know but i'm I asking really... you the, the baseball shoes that you had when you were 10 are the same shoes you have now no. your feet were the same size at 10 years old i will say my feet have not grown that much since i was 13 but no they're not because they're old worn out and that's like concerning, a little bit okay. smaller okay Anyway, no, what I was trying to say was I probably only had, like, as far as, like, legitimate basketball shoes, right? Like, meant for basketball, nothing else. I probably only had, like, three or four pairs total. Only one of those was, like, a signature shoe. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of the superstars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was Kobe Bryant. I think they were the Kobe 5s. They were, like, the Kobe, I got Kobe 5 low cuts, red and black. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh. It was. They were some nice shoes. Uh, I, I and 
I mean, I the reason I got them at the time, probably like 2012. I mean, he was, I don't know, still he was still in the middle of his career. And he was, to me, like the guy, I, those, those are the shoes I wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. Nobody else's. So that sticks with me. What's it really feel like uh, to, to put on the, the gold and, blue and purple? Right, well, it feels great because there's just so much pride, you know, behind the uniform yep. and the legacy that's behind the uniform. I remember growing up and seeing uh, Irvin Johnson coming to the coming to the NBA with the LA Lakers and winning all the championships, him and Mr. Scott and Worthy and so forth. And when I step on the court, you just feel so much pride to try to carry on the tradition, and carry on the legacy that Mr. West and Chamberlain and the captain they all had there and they all instilled there. So it's just so much pride in that uniform. For you. It's like a dream come true. You know, ever since I got traded from uh, Charlotte to LA, it seems like I've been dreaming and hopefully I won't start dreaming to the day I retire. For you to see what your life can truly be. Shining star for you to see what your life can truly be. So why don't we get started? Well, I do. I have a little story here, actually. Um, so, huh. so I was, I was washing my clothes. I was putting them in the wash, and I, I ran maybe two or three loads of, of laundry, right? And I sure. know I noticed my sink in my kitchen started to do like a uh, like a like a little I don't know what I'm saying. No, like a little gargle. So I so I didn't I didn't like that. I thought there was something going on, but you know I let it kind of marinate, you know. So then I went into the bathroom. I went into the bed. I went into the bathroom and my I flushed the toilet, and the water didn't really go down. So okay, so you have a clogged toilet. I, I waited a little again, a little bit again, and I tried it again. It didn't really go down. It took a long time, which wasn't normal, but okay. I went my wash finished. I went to get my wash. It was I had a blanket in there. Went to take the blanket out. It was drenched, drenched, which means the water from the dryer or from the, the wash. The, okay. It didn't drain the water in the washing machine. So now I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute, what the hell's going on? So I went to the kitchen sink again. I turned the sink on. The water wouldn't go down. So no, obviously. Nowhere in the house is so the water draining. So what I'm draining. thinking now is the toilet water went into the dish, <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to the washing machine, right? Yeah, no. Um, so the, the, <laughs> the sink wouldn't drain. So now that means there's there's some kind of blockage or something in the the pipes anywhere, somewhere. It won't flush. It won't flush. It won't flush. So, so... <laughs> then I, so now I have a problem, right? Like nothing's, and I'm supposed to go on a, so this was, I had a date at 6.30 and this start, this happened at like 5.30 and I still have to shower and get ready. I, I have to run a lot of water. <laughs> yeah. And so now I'm like, uh, this is just, this is crap. So I texted my, the property manager. I said, Hey, listen, this is what's going on. I think I need to get a plumber out here. So I waited to hear from him, but I needed to take a shower, you know? I was I was worried what would happen, so I go into the shower. I run the water. I have to take a fast ass shower because I don't know what's gonna. I'm go. assuming it's gonna be cold or toilet water. It was. Out. I yeah. started cold. Um, okay. I don't know where the toilet water's coming from, but well, because obviously it's coming somewhere. You think my house runs on toilet water? <laughs> I take it back. You're right. Okay, so I go into the shower 
and I have a separate tub next to the shower, right? It's not like the two-in-one. There's a separate tub yeah, in the shower. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Go in the That's shower. That's a nice deal. I go in the shower. Well, the tub's another situation, but I go in the shower. Oh, no. And I... Well, the tub... The tub is not... I find tubs are not big enough for my length. I can't fit into tubs. I can't... You're not supposed to sprawl out. Are you literally just like spread eagle in the tub? You should be able to... Your leg should be able to extend to its full capacity. You know, a full... It's full ability. But I can't. I have to bend my knees and it's just not comfortable. And then there's the drain, the the emergency drain at the top, you know? You know, there's like the drain at the bottom. Sure, yeah. Because the, the water rises so high, it always drains out. So, like, I'm my knees are exposed to the air, which is not what a tub should be. It should be a relaxed state. Is it know? not deep enough? And it also has not... I don't think it's... It's pretty deep, but it also has its, its jacuzzi. You know, it's got the... Whoosh, 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 yeah, yeah, the, but, the jacuzzi, yeah. But when you put it on a high level, it makes this noise. It's like... <laughs> and I, you can't sit. <laughs> so I'm sitting like half out the tub. <laughs> I don't like it. But, so I really don't take it tub. But I digress. So I was in the shower. Hey, wait, I, wait, hold on. What sound does that make again? <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I was in the shower. And... I was worried the water would come up, you know, would not drain, and I would be st- stuck in a well of water in my shower. So, I, <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm I hear. Still thinking about that goddamn noise. I hear. No, I hear from my. I hear from my tub, and all of a sudden, I look over to my tub, and water's just like shooting out. It's just shooting out. No, it's it's filling the tub. It's like it's 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 coating the bottom at least, you know. Right. So, so it's not like overflowing, but it's, it's not overflowing. Not, it's like but it is, there is water going into the tub. Water's not water's not draining now. It's coming into the tub. I, it's <laughs> something's the going on. It's screwed up. Okay. So what's next? What? How, you obviously the property manager obviously had to you 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 got out of the shower. I assume you were took clean. a shower. I took a, sh- a picture of the. I was cleaned enough, and I saw my date. Now it's about five fifty maybe, and I have a date at six thirty that I have to pick. Six thirty. Sure, yeah. Okay. Um, and so I take a picture of the tub. He wanted to see pictures of what's going on. I texted him, whatever. So I said, we need a plumber out here. He said he can get a plumber out to uh, Monday. This was this was all happening Saturday, okay? He said he could get a plumber out Monday unless we had to do an emergency. And I, But that comes Monday, uh, su- uh, Sunday. But So uh, I said, okay. So I pushed the date back to 645. I still get there a few minutes late. I just I couldn't. It was so much going on. Um, so I go. So Monday or Sunday, I reach out. We we talk with the guy, and I this. So I have a little sound bite here. Um, so this happened on. You have you've recorded this. I've recorded one sound. This was on Sunday. This sound was coming out of my sink. I had done a little. Sunday was a little better. It was everything was kind of draining, but there's some sounds going on in the walls, which was not comforting, you know. So I, I ran some water in the sink in the kitchen, and this is the sound. No water's in the sink. Like everything drained, but this is the sound that would come through the the sink after okay. running a little water. Um. <laughs> That, that's the yeah I like I hear it oh I hear it very well um so clearly something's going on and it's just probably some I'm hoping it's not like a uh, like he said they'd have to do an emergency uh maybe they'd have to put a camera down there I, I didn't want to deal with that so I had to I texted the guy now how do you feel about this the plumber would you prefer that they text you or that you deal with them on the phone 
um, any like kind of when you're away from over. the home, when, when you're away. I, I mean, or, any kind of business that's coming to your home. Maybe it's cable. Maybe it's internet. Maybe it's a. Plumber. I definitely don't want to be texted. So I get a text, right? So the manager, my property manager, he said he would deal with it, and he uh, granted he he was a he was great with everything. I do want to say that shout out to my property manager. He's they're very nice here. Um, sponsor us. Sponsor. <laughs> but uh, I got a text from. A guy. I'll, let's say his name is Tobias. I got. Yeah, a oh, yeah. I know. I got a text from Tobias. What do you mean you know? I know Tobias. You don't know Tobias. I got a text from <laughs> Tobias, and he's he's with a plumbing company, right? And he wants to schedule an appointment. So I respond sure. and I tell him when I'm free. But now I'm having, and it's an iMessage. You, you know what you should have said is, why would you text me? But though? why am I texting? Why would you even text back? Why couldn't you just call that number back? Because it's a text. Long story short, we scheduled a time. But then he started to send me a picture. Hey, is this coming from your house, this pipe? I'm like, yeah, I'll take pictures, I guess. So he told me he'd so be now here. You have, now you have a long conversation via text. Right. And I stay up. With the plumber. He said he'll be here at 830 about that time in the morning. I stayed up to like 132. My fault. But I set my alarm for Definitely, se- yeah. 730. Get up. 830 comes. I say, do you have an idea of when you'll be here? He responds at like 9, 9.30. He'll be here at 10.30. So that was an so inconvenience. You've, you've had some problems with, I mean, you know, you can never expect these people with doing work on your house. Yeah, to be. We, we've had that situation here. Yeah, um, you've, yeah a few times. You listen to the cast. But uh, he gets here and, well, no, so this is the thing. Don't you think I should get a knock on the door when he's here? All what, of a what do you sudden, okay, hold I'm, on, hold on. I'm pa- in, pause for a second. Not like pause from the cast, but pause so I can a- ask you this question. Are you telling me he just walked into your house with a key from the no, property no, no, manager? No. All of a sudden, that happened with my garage door, though. I walked into my garage, and they're in there without okay. saying anything, which was, I didn't like that. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, Sponsor us, though. No, yeah. But um, no, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm sitting in my living room. I hear outside, I'm like, what the hell's going on in my house? Is I look, he like snaking your So I peep, I peep out the window. There's cables running all over my porch. There's a truck out there. Zit, zit. No one told me anyone's here. So now what do I do? What would you do? Do you go out there? Do you wait? Because clearly he's doing his own thing. Do you go out or do you wait to see? Like, cause I, didn't I, know, mean, I didn't know if he'd see me peeping out the window too. Like, imagine that eye contact. That'd be weird. But no, I didn't, know, I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't know if I should go out there and interrupt his his duty or what should i stay inside and wait till he feels like he should come to the door i feel like okay if he's doing work on your house you go out there and see what's happening it is weird that nobody he already, like, yeah he didn't say anything so i just i waited and he came to the door finally and said hey run the tub and we did this and that he said he he said there was definitely something that happened but he couldn't pull anything out was it what was it like was it some well, he said it was probably just a really bad no he didn't pull anything out he said there was a lot of water that built up um and at the top of the drain so he said something was there was a something was clogged there was a problem but he thinks by now it has moved on um which still doesn't settle me, you know? Because, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you didn't, at least you didn't not, pull the problem out. But at least it's not on your tab. So, anytime that this, if it was to reoccur, I mean, it would be inconvenient, but like, you could still get the property yeah. manager to call the guy yeah. back. So, I just didn't like, but no, he said everything should be fine. But, all right, um, well, that's good. That's my story um, of this week's uh, Rob's house. Uh, house adventures. House adventures. Or house misadventures, maybe. I also think I might have rats, but okay. 
<laughs> wait, 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 wait. What makes you think you have rats in the house? Well, um, in the garage. Uh, this was here when I got Did here. Did you see it? I didn't see the rodent, but I see on, there's these wood planks, and there's some droppings there that are a little too big to be mice droppings. And well, I, mice and rats, I mean, it's mice in the home, rats in the home. It's not optimal either way. I don't know, yeah, but I don't want to, no, no, I'd, ra- I'd much rather have mice in my house than I mean, rats. yes, they're smaller and they're like less aggressive, I think. Yeah, a rat sounds like, oh no, a mice, a mouse sounds like, a rat sounds like, I don't want to hear that in the middle of the night, uh, mind you. So <laughs> I, right. I went to a thrift shop, and I got a beautiful painting for $3.99. Ian one for $18.99, a little guy outside smoking with a with a with like an old century kind of. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, All right, so why don't we get into, yeah. now that we've gone through your misadventures of your new home, why don't we get into some facts of the week? We'll do two each, and then uh, we'll see where we go from there. So you know the Simpsons, first of all? Homie! Yeah, you do. Right, so you, you know how Homer always says, Don't! Do! 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 That is now, because of the Simpsons, a real, wor- a real word in the Oxford English Dictionary. However, in the scripts of the Simpsons, like every episode, do, like, do is not used. The word in the scripts, it just says annoyed grunt. And so the person who uh, voice acts for uh, Homer, uh, who I believe is Dan Castellaneta, or Netta, uh, he plays a lot of characters, kind of like Hank Azaria plays a lot of characters uh, in, I w- in The Simpsons. I wanted to say, um, I was going to mention this. Did you hear? So we've talked about him on this cast, right? Hank Azaria, yeah. We've talked about him. We had a whole little segment of his voices. Did you hear what happened? What happened to him? He will no longer voice a poo. Really? Why do they take him off a poo? There's some controversy recently with the character. And so they want to figure out. He said he's not going to voice it unless they can figure something out. Um, But yeah, he backed out of the voice indefinitely. That's terrifying. That's terrible. Um, But anyway, yeah, so in the scripts of The Simpsons, it just, don't, like, don't, is just an annoyed grunt. They don't say, don't. I'm going to be 100% honest. I didn't listen to that entire fact because I was looking at the Hank Azaria stuff. Um, But I just just caught the tail end of that. Um, Yeah. What are you talking about? (laughs) No, I'll listen back. Um, So So what's your first fact this week? All right, listen up. My first fact is the queen the queen owns all the swans in england what's your fact when you say owns all the swans Mm -hmm. like she could it's her right to if she wanted to maybe list one on ebay starting bid 299 she has the right to she owns them so two swans or, or, wait, hold on. Many swans. swans. Not just two. There's many. Well, how many swans, first of all? Second of I don't all, know how many swans if are swans. In now, sw- wait, swans. Are swans all female? Like, or, No, those like, are swains. Swans are the male swains. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Swans are their own kind of bird. Well, no shit. I just Sherlock. wanted to make sure. I just wanted thanks, to make Ray. sure if it was like a. Can we explain thanks, Ray? 
on the cave? Yes, dude. Okay, thanks, right? I have explained thanks, right? It was one of our earliest episodes. Okay, so swan, like, if swans, like, you know, reproduce a new swan, or, or like, a whole, like, you know, little family of swans. That's right, Christopher. Does she own those, too? She, do, you under, do you know the definition of all? Well, okay, yeah, but, like... Do you want me to read she it? She could own all the swans, I'll, I'll, but, like, I'll, that doesn't... I'll read it for you. I'll read you the definition of all. Here we go. Used to refer to the whole quantity or extent of a particular group or thing. So okay, you're, the but answer obviously being you yes. understand. Like she owns the ones that currently exist, but that doesn't mean she has the right necessarily to the next generation. I didn't. I didn't think this would turn into a swan talk. I thought it would be pretty self-explanatory. She owns all the swans in England. All right, well, whatever. You see, she a, owns you them see all. a swan okay. on the street? That's hers. You see a swan on the sidewalk? That's hers. You see a, a swan in a cafe? That's hers. Well, I mean, it's she's the swan lady. What's your fact? Okay, so here's my second of two facts for this week the locations of the world's tallest and oldest trees are kept completely top secret that way tourist crowds will not damage Wait, well, them i got a question off of that your time ta- yeah do you mean let's say i walk out into my backyard I have and you happen to be the you you happen to have the world's tallest tree and the world's oldest tree right next to it y- you looked like so impressed by that fact, but um, I, I'm all I'm saying is, let's say I walked outside. There's a tree. It's an old oak. You're okay, telling it's the me the oldest one in the world. I don't know, but the government knows that that tree in my backyard is the oldest one in the in the world. Or are you saying there's a uh, undisclosed location where they 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 hold trees? that no one knows about or is it in the public eye that they just might miss okay it sounds like to me this is not just like plural like oh like it's not like it's not just like one tall tree like one tallest tree or one oldest tree it's like plural like here we know that there's a population of large like tallest the the world's tallest trees and here's a population of like the oldest trees to ever exist and are living so the government keeps that secret. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, well, man. Tree talk, swan talk. That's what you get here. All right. <laughs> All right. What's your second fact so I can talk a little bit about something in my life? Okay. A woman who lost her wedding ring found it 16 years later. That's right, kids. 16 years later, where did she well, find it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can anyone take a guess where she found it? What about you, little Jimmy? Can you take a guess? It, is it in her dog's, Jesus, like... Jimmy. That's a deep voice there you got there. <laughs> is it in her dog's uh, stomach? Oh, no, not not you. Not you, Shannon. I said Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. Yeah, I don't know. Like Maybe it just kind of like hardened in there forever. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Did you say in her dog's stomach? Yes. Okay. Um, no, that's wrong, Jimmy. Go to the office. Go to the detention center. <laughs> what? <laughs> it is. It was found 16 years later on a carrot in her garden. So she must have been. So plucking she was some gardening, carrot. and then yeah. But it was on the carrot. Funny how that. How stuff did that happens. carrot not like die? Well, whether or not the carrot. I mean, the, the ring's gonna stay in the carrot. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, the carrot's there, so the ring's going to be there. You know what I mean? The carrot's not disappearing into thin air. 
So there, there you go, guys. Swan talk, carrot talk, um, tree and talk. tree talk. All right. So um, we've talked a little bit about like you know haircuts, grooming, stuff like that in the past. I have a question that maybe we never haven't brought up before. Do you? So like typically. After you get a haircut, depending on where you go, they might also wash your hair for you, so you get do all the. Do I shower? Is what my, is that your question? Do I shower after a haircut? Well, yeah. So do you shower after a haircut? But also, let's say you actually were pretty like you went to a workout. Now, do you shower before a haircut, even though you're about to go get your haircut, and you probably should shower after it? Do I? I always shower before a haircut. I'll say oh, that. Always, so your 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 routine is always before the haircut. My routine is 100%. I'll shower before because if you go in with a dirty hair, that's that. You know what that's like? That's like going into a physical without showering, it's, or that's like going into. It's not fun for the other person. It's like going. Yeah, into, that's the thing. I don't want it to be that way. So like, I showered. I might get a haircut later. So I shower before, right? Mm-hmm. Get the haircut. Then let's say you have to go to UPS to drop off a package to, for a return. Okay, now you got some some stray hair that's running around your ear that's probably visible to the customers behind you. Now, how do you feel about that going into public after getting a haircut when there's probably runaways all over your face and, and neck right. and back of your ears that you can't even see? Maybe there's some, you know, how do you feel about the public going to the public after a haircut? I like to make sure I like to get a shower if I can, but if the haircut was clean enough, I'll jump into a subway and get a meatball sub, twelve inch. But you know, it's yeah. it depends. It depends on how well it was cleaned up at the end of the haircut. What, what's your take? I like to get a shower, but it depends. What about you? Okay, so typically, first of all, so when I go to sports clips with my girl Asia, she will like wash my hair after the cut. Like that's part of the experience of sports clips. Mm-hmm. So like, if in this case I had Brazilian Jiu Jitsu this morning. And I'm planning on getting a haircut later this afternoon. I did shower, obviously, because I need to like get the jujitsu off of me. So now, obviously, my hair is clean, but I didn't wash. I didn't use shampoo because then she's gonna shampoo it later because I don't want it to dry my scalp. Well, you're not you supposed to shampoo it every every day, yeah. anyways, which is what they say. Exactly. I've exactly. been using I've been using tree oil. Here we go. Tree talk. Tree talk. Tea tree. Tea tree oil. Tea tree oil in my. That's hair. what I. That's what they use there, and that's what I've been using. But it can be drying if you already have a dry scalp. So be careful. Yeah, I use it sparingly. I probably use it two to three times a week. Yeah, I've really cut back on using like I have I have a prescription oh. shampoo as well, okay. just, just to make sure to keep my hair like more like to keep my keep uh, scalp moist. moisturized. Yeah, nice and moist. Yeah, I yeah. use I use uh what do I use? It's 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 the uh, what is it called? Uh, I don't even know what it's called. I just know the bottle. It's one of those like. Like bamboo something. I don't know. I love it. But, sure. But um, you know what I tried the other day? What? I tried a face mask. Oh. What kind? Of, like a truth? Like At, a, one of those like... I use an Aztec. It's a clay mask. It's clay. Okay. okay. Now, this yeah. was an awful experience, I'll tell you. Because... Awful? They said, Why? Well, they said if you leave it on for too long, it can permanently... Da- it can really do damage to your skin. So, I'm having a heart. So, I... <laughs> I I put, so I'm assuming you're freaking out about like you know me off. yes so I set a timer for five minutes which was like the minimum minimum so no dude you should do it at least for 10 well listen I put it on my face I don't have like a, a thing to spread it either so I'm using my fingers just probably just putting in dirt so I'm rubbing it around my face 
and like in three minutes, my face becomes like a, a concrete slab. It's yeah, like, that's the point. I don't like that. So now I'm freaking out. Like it's because it's supposed to attach to all the the the, the like the schmuck in your pores. Yeah. So I, I I took the face mask off. Nothing happened with my face, and it was left behind all this 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 clay. I couldn't put down the sink because I felt like it would harden in the sink. You know, James Harden. And you already had I didn't want it to situation. do that. So I didn't know what to do with it. And I put it in the garbage. It, it was not worth it. took me like 30 minutes to make the concoction. I had to put water in it. I had to, you know, stir it. <sighs> Sponsor us. Aztec face masks. So, yeah. But. Uh, yeah. So I actually want to talk. Have you ever had ringworm? Uh, no. Uh, how would I know <laughs> if I'd have? Well, that's actually I was gonna ask. I don't. I'm not worried about like I. I've been you know I've been showering and like they they wash the mats you want at the gym. It, is this something you want to talk about at the podcast? No, actually I don't. But I I don't have it and I'm not really worried about it. But I was if wondering. People how, are wondering. How you know? We're on video and Chris just pulled down his pants and he's showing me his ringworm. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's still I doing didn't. it while he's laughing. It's weird. <laughs> Chris, Chris, stop. Chris, pull your... All right, right, fine, fine, fine. Thank you. I'll pull him up. Well, uh, why don't we get into our next segment, which is kind of a new segment, but kind of a spinoff of something else we've done in the past. So previously, we've reviewed Harry Styles' uh, newest album, Fine Line. Now we're going to do something new where we each bring in an artist that we would like to spotlight and maybe get people to listen to. Mm -hmm. So... This is our new segment called Just That, Spotlight. And it might not be music. It might be a spotlight, a movie that we've seen, or spotlight a, uh, you know, an actor or something like that. So, but today we're going to focus on new artists or, you know, maybe relatively unknown artists. So, Rob, why don't you start with your first artist spotlight? Okay, so I thought this would be a great one to start off with. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite artists. Uh, Jason Isbell. Okay. And yeah. I wanted to spotlight him. I think this would be a good one to start off the spotlight segment with. Um, okay. I want to spotlight Jason because he is the the epicenter of the songwriting world, in my opinion. He is the the master of lyrics and a an amazing melody uh, writer, and he's just all around a great musician to spotlight i wanted to he's got a he's a good twitter follow as well well, he's hilarious he's hilarious he's a he's he's so clever uh and you can see it not only in his tweets but in his songs um i let's i'm gonna spotlight actually just a song in in particular of his i love i love all of his songs and i've been a fan of his for a while now um but off his new record the nashville sound he has a song which is a, a popular song if we were vampires yes i know i we listen now me and you you and I, we listened to that quite a bit when we were in Nashville a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first heard the title of the song, I was wondering, oh, where where is this going? And it's funny, I listened to him in an interview recently, and he said, you know, they were trying to find a name for the song, and he said he brought it into Dave Cobb, the producer who's produced his last few albums here, and Grammy-winning producer, amazing. And he brought it in and said, hey, I have this song if we were vampires. And apparently Dave Cobb, put it off many times every time he brought it in he's like no we're not doing a, a halloween song because <laughs> he was nervous it was going to be like the next monster mash or something right so sure. which that's what i thought when i first read i didn't know where this was going to go you know and mm-hmm. i listened to it and 
it took me, I'll be honest, uh, you know, two or three listens to really figure out what was going on in the song, mm-hmm. which is, I find with Jason Isbell and why I like to spotlight him, his songs are an experience. It's not just a listen through, you know? It's a come yeah. back and listen again. And you really get to, sometimes you might not understand what he's saying the first time, which doesn't mean it's a bad song. It means it's a clever song. So maybe it gives you a chance yeah, to dissect sure. it, you know? So, uh, it, this song, If We Were Vampires, it's all, it's all about how if there's no ending, if there's no death in life, then what would there be to work towards in life? What would we, we would just be, you know, just living because we know that there's an end, you know, mm-hmm. so we want to make the best of life. Uh, here's like an example of his lyrics. He says, if we were vampires and death was a joke, we'd go out on the sidewalk and smoke and laugh at all the lovers and their plans. I wouldn't feel the need to hold your hand. It's all just about how, like, you know, how vampires are immortal. If we were immortal, yeah. then we wouldn't take life so seriously. So, really, yeah. what it is is, is, and he says it in his next line. This is kind of the, the, the thesis of the song. Maybe time running out is a gift. So, very I, deep stuff. I, I always like that song. When we listen to it. Who do you have? So mine is a uh, kind of on brand for me in my, you know, high school and college. Uh, alt indie experience but this is a little bit different as well so this is a band my artist spotlight is a band called tippling rock they are uh, they they come from boston massachusetts they met at northeastern so this is they're independently produced uh kind of a beach pop alternative rock vibe definitely stress the beach pop first of all if you ever want to check them out i would actually check out their website which is just uh, tippling rock t-i-p-l-i-n-g-r-o-c-k dot com they actually have a really cool website for an indie, indie band okay <laughs> sorry it's interesting what? it's i feel like we're doing a podcast in like 2010 check out their website to find out more about which i guess is oh yeah this is a cool website i mean i do want to show their website okay. off to the people no sorry did yeah. you did you check it out i'm on it now yeah it's pretty cool. Anyway, so I, I but so their, their website's cool, but I actually really like their sound as well. And I might not be able to give quite the, uh, I guess, analysis that you did of Jason Isbell, but you get a really good sound or uh, idea of their sound with a lot of their singles like Staring, which is probably their most popular, Low Tide Love, A-Side, B-Side, and Campus Fashion. It's very much this collegiate sound where you can listen to it you know, in the summer, where you you know you have these good summer vibes. Well, they really or, don't have a lot of followers, huh? They don't really. No, they don't. Um, I mean, they're relatively new. They, you know, this. I mean, on Instagram, fr- they don't. They have ten thousand, which oh, is okay. Good, but. but they do have a few million hits uh, on Spotify, um, listens on Spotify. Um, yeah, their first EP came out in 2015. That's called Punchlines and Good Times. Uh, my favorite song is probably Low Tide Love. Which comes in right away with this steady beat and nice guitar. As I'm listening to it right now, but it's all about you know just like love in the summertime, you know, like mm-hmm. romance, and like you just know that kind good of good vibe. vibes, good vibes, just good vibes. And I like that, you know. That I thought I want I want to start my first artist spotlight with something like that. Also, they have a new single uh, called "Partly Sorry." Which has a, uh, a music video, also you know, as you can see on their website or YouTube, uh, and that again, it kind of continues their their sound. Uh, they also have an even newer singer, actually. Did I did I ever tell you? Uh, since partly, sorry, but oh, nice. 
And well, I, you know. Go check them out, folks. Uh, trip, uh, to tripling rock. No, tippling. Tip, tippling rock. Tippling rock, guys. Tippling go rock. Ch- tippling rock. Tickling rock. Go check them out, guys. Anyway, I should add for me, and you might know this, you know, from your experience with me, but I love a good solid bass line. Mm-hmm. Kind of hooks me in. Mm-hmm. Some melodic piano or guitar. Love some good melodic piano. Melodic? Melodic. Melodic? Melodic. (laughs) No, sorry. Yeah. What is it? Melodic? Melodic, yeah, yeah. All right, some good melodic piano or guitar. (laughs) And, uh, you know, know, that'll that'll hook me. Yeah. No, that is, yeah. Rob once wrote me a song and it brought me to tears. (laughs) Yep, that's an edit. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) All right. I will say this. I will say this. Let me just say this here really quick. Let me get on the mic here. That's why we have a podcast to say these kinds of things. Now, you know, I'm a tearer. I'm a crier. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. No, uh, people that's... Some people call you Maurice. (laughs) (laughs) Some people call me Maurice and they sometimes go... But um, oh, that was, oh, that's a that's a joke, folks. We got jokes for days, but no, um, dude, I, I love that. Song. I, I do. I, I'm a tear, and we've mentioned this on the podcast. I, I like you to, do get emotional. I get emotional over creativity. I do, um, and I, I can't help it. But when I was watching the Grammys, Grammys is a night where I know I need some tissues. I know it, it's performance after performance, so. Uh, some are bad where I don't cry. I'm more get angry, but some I do cry. Uh, and you I, get furious. Like I was on the phone with you last night, and we were not. You on the were phone. just. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were just yelling about some of these things that you hated. And again, guys, jokes for days. Here we go. Um, but no. So I, I want to. I want to. Did you watch the Grammys? I did briefly. Didn't watch the whole thing. Okay, I was going to ask if you had a, one favorite performance, if you saw any, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, mine, I mean, but. honestly, um, I, Lil Nas X like brought everybody that he ever produced with, like you know, produced that song with, mm-hmm. um, performed that song with. So that was kind of cool. I, I, Lizzo's performance to start the night was energetic as Lizzo is, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those were pretty good. Alicia Keys, Kobe Bryant, like mini Kobe Bryant tribute was like great job. That was like that was a great performance. Um, Which and she did an excellent job of kind of like introducing that solemn aspect of the day into the into the award show at night, which ironically enough was at the Staples Center also. So, Mm -hmm. Um, Uh so yeah, I mean, those were just some of the performances for me. Okay, Uh, I think my favorite performance, and I've always loved her voice always her song and i've mentioned it on the cast a lot of a lot of callbacks on this cast trying to remember stone cold is one of her songs oh okay the studio version demi lovato her performance uh especially brought you to tears i'm sure especially the emotion behind it her song and performance kind of caused a lot of the 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 clogs in my drain, all the water coming from my eyes, <laughs> was something to a sight to behold. behold. I'm sure. I uh, again, I could hear you on the phone. You were sobbing your eyes out. Again, jokes for days. But no, I I 
no, that was incredible. And I was, I mean, I, I cried during that. I cried during uh, the Camila Cabello uh, uh, to her dad. She sang to her dad. Did you see that? No, I did not see oh, that. Oh my god! Oh my god! I was, I was, I was a puddle. I was a puddle. Oh my god! Ugh. It's just it. And she, it helps that if she didn't sing well, I wouldn't have cried. So it's it's creativity at its its best is when I, I and and performance. Uh, you know, like yeah. actually being able to perform. Yeah, it, incredible. I think uh, that's a good note to end our little podcast on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this was our silver podcast anniversary, our 25th episode. Hope you'll stick around for the next 25. Uh, as always, please keep downloading, sharing, rating, reviewing, subscribing, the whole nine on your uh, podcast platform of choice. Check us out on our socials. And we're excited to have some guests on in the future casts. Yeah, we are, we're coming in hot with some guests soon. So stick Stay around. Stay tuned for the news. Wee. Wee. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, folks. Bye. <laughs>